This is the Average Guy Network, and you have found Home Gadget Geeks show number 513, recorded on November 18th, 2021. Here on Home Gadget Geeks, we cover all the favorite tech gadgets that find their way into your home. News, reviews, product updates, and conversation all through the Average Tech Guy. I'm your host, Jim Collison, broadcasting live from the AverageGuy.tv studios here, Mike, where it's like Tuesday night out on the deck, fire, 70 degrees. It was gorgeous. 35 degrees the next day. My Just, wealth, oh. One of my wealth advisors in Arizona has been having a great time because I've had a meeting with him every day this week, and he asked me, so what's the weather like today? And he's like, that is just insane. Because you're right, 70s, 30s, 40s, 70s, mid-60s, <laughs> 30s again. And it, it makes it very hard to pack for, for uh, the hunting weekends yeah, because I don't know really, if I'm going to be freezing, am I going to be hot in the stand. Got to layer up. Layers. Yeah, layers. layers. Yeah, 33 out there right now, which is just a degree above freezing for those in the celsius category it's a little chilly it's not too bad but certainly winter is on its way we're getting kind of ready here in the united states it's thanksgiving uh, season it's black friday we're gonna talk a little bit about some black friday deals coming up but uh this is my favorite time of the year i mean uh, uh tuesday night called my mom from the deck enjoyed a cigar took some blantons out there with me lit up the fire pit i, I i'm still continually amazed i built that thing right i mean it it not only didn't smoke very much, but and I'd thrown some old timbers and stuff in there, stuff I thought would smolder and just not go anywhere. And I came out on uh, Wednesday morning, and dude, it was just ash, like literally everything had burned. <laughs> I was like, "Wow, this is you know you come out in the morning sometimes, and there's some leftovers." Yeah, no, that thing, nothing. That, that, That's great. It just I gotta come away. over and see the upgrade. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta get you over here. Those things are such so popular nowadays. Everyone's talks about those smokeless pits that you yeah, buy, yeah. but I haven't seen someone build one, so I need to come over and check it out. Well, Alex is trying to. Uh, yeah, you should. We'll have to get you over here on a, on a chilly night. Um, uh, Alex is today. Uh, is our last nice day, 73 yesterday, 77 day, whatever, Alex. We don't want to hear. <laughs> no, that's not true. I'm actually, I love jackets and cold weather. And so well, the funny part is we were just in the 70s yesterday or what, yesterday or two days ago? Tuesday. 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 Yeah. yeah. Dude, my week is I've been all blurred together. Out working on a, um, a retaining wall. The retaining wall in front of our house is about 30 years old and it had literally just crushed in on itself. And so pulling the thing apart. It's just dirt. I mean, the, it, it looked like wood at some point in time, but it's so rotten on the inside. Just pull it off and it's just dirt. Right. And then using those four inch half round landscaping timbers, you know, where they're flat on top and flat on the bottom. Have you, have you seen those or eight feet long? Seen, oh yes. Four foot round, yeah, yeah, yeah. Landscaping yep. timbers. Yeah. Yeah. Rebuilding or that easy to work with, uh, easy to, um, you know, I length. I'm sure you could just saw it off. Yeah, cut them. Yeah. It, it works with your chop saw, so they're yep. easy to do that. They're like Lincoln logs for adults. I love Lincoln. Logs. You know, using uh, seven inch spikes to kind of hold them in place, and six and a half inch screws uh, where I need them. And it's just kind of, it's actually kind of therapeutic, Mike, to put that together. You can kind of shape it and do some planters. I made some new planters up there. We'll put bulbs in there in the spring and. Just kind of fun, kind of therapeutic. The weather's been great. Good to get outside. I did on a Black Friday deal. I did pick up a little Black and Decker, um, you know, drill, um, you know, core, uh, you know, battery, and it's twenty four bucks. 
like, and it was, and it's kind of, it's exactly kind of what I needed for something small, something with a light on it. Didn't need a ton of power. The, all of my stuff is big. You know, I've got these big industrial kind of. Well, yeah, you need us to give give us an update on the the tree trimmer. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about weeks that. Ago. Towards, we'll talk about that towards the end of the show. As, okay. I, as we do kind of want to update. Anyways, Black Friday deals coming up. Big thanks to Brian Flanagan Arthur who joined us last week, filled in for Mike in his absence, and um, and so Brian, thanks for coming on. Good to catch up with him. We he he talked me into using Text Expander, which I did buy. I still use Text Expander every day at work. Yeah, I love like, it. Uh, I bought it and then I regretted it. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, I just I okay. I just I got to figure out just full transparency. Got to figure out a system that works for me. Yeah. Just haven't found that out yet. So it's um, great for number one inserting the date. That's like probably the most common. And then number two, those canned responses. If you have at work like a canned response, you typically start out with just a skeleton email that you type the same stuff every time. Like people ask me the same four questions all the time. And I just have this canned response. I use my shortcut and then I fill in the information I need. But just yeah. having that saves so much time for the amount. And so I can imagine the questions you get, right, from a lot of your They're all the Gallup same. people. They're all the same. So you could you could create a shortcut there. And like those are the things where you just once you get in the habit of it, yeah. And you could that's where it, it that, makes then that's the it. trick is getting in the habit of it. It is figuring out the, the right system. But I right. love that it syncs to like the phone your computer. So no matter yeah, if I'm answering the question yeah. on my phone, if I'm answering the question on my computer, like it syncs across. So that, that's been huge. Yeah. Well, Brian, thanks for, I spent four bucks to get a month. I didn't buy the year. Cause I was like, I don't know if this is really going to work for me. There's been some things that uh, lately I've bought. We'll talk a little, a little bit later about them where you kind of go, man, I am glad I did this. And that, that one's, that one's still out. I tried it. I tried it once before it didn't work. After talking with Brian about it, it's like, ah, maybe I'll give it another, you know, maybe I'll give it another go. I mean, the Mac, let's just, let's just go back to the beginning of the year. The Mac has been the best decision I've made all year. Like, it's just. I it's, love to hear that. I'm so <laughs> glad because I was very concerned that we had finally gotten you on a Mac and you're going to be like, this is the biggest regret I ever had. No, 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 it, not at all. Not, you know, okay, listen, I bought a first gen M1. Yeah. It's had a few problems, right? Well, yeah. It's blue screen. Uh, so I'm expecting with the F-150 Lightning next yeah. year. I'm going to be giving you guys all the updates on the few problems I run into uh, with that thing. It, yeah, it's it's it hasn't been without its problems, but it's been it's been great. You know, I picked up a 34 inch ultra wide. I think it's 34. Could be could be bigger. 38. I forget now. And uh, I think it's a 38. That has been great. I mean, so that's just been a great. That has just been such a great buy this year. So that's that's one of those things. You know, I bought it on a whim, but. Uh, in, and it, it's got me thinking, you know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll next time I'll do the laptop, right? Well, with it, so right. Yeah, so, I had to miss you, Brian. I uh, last second, like, hey, we need you to come yeah, work event this yeah. night, go entertain these clients, and so uh, work called. Han- um, Hannah was the one who only benefited because I brought her home a slice of cheesecake from the restaurant we went to. So I got home, she's like, oh, nice cheesecake. Oh, that's always sometimes fun. you got to make up for the wife when last do. second you say, hey, by the way. Not going to be home till nine forty-five tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do all the work. Yeah. So yeah, that kind of sucks. Hey, speaking of doing all the work, you need some help from the community. Let's get this in at least sort of up front. Yeah. So it's such, such a weird issue, and maybe one of you has the answer. And guys, it's been a long time since I've been like completely stumped, and none of my tips or tricks works. 
so situation real quick was, you know, this week has been extremely stressful. And so I came home and um, after a while, right, you know, probably an hour before the show, I'm like, you know what? I really want to play just some Call of Duty. <laughs> so fired up Call of Duty. The new Vanguard came out, started playing. I, I love that game. Two games in, um, it just crashed on me. Like it had been going great. Two, got two full games in. I think it was like the third game, whatever. Uh, the game just crashed. I'm like, okay, go to relaunch it. It will not relaunch. It gives me an error every time. Um, and guys, I have run through all of the standard steps. I have rebooted. I have uninstalled and reinstalled the whole game, 50 gig game twice. Uh, you know how Call of Duty pops up and says, hey, do you want to launch in safe mode? We noticed it didn't work well last time. Yeah, sure. Try that. Doesn't work. I have tried going into NVIDIA GeForce Experience and saying, hey, optimize the settings first because sometimes it's like a graphic setting issue that's preventing it and that'll work. Um, even though safe mood should fix that, nothing. I have uninstalled and then searched my computer to the nth degree for every single Vanguard file, deleted it, nothing. And the weird part is I would totally equate this to usually, you know, there's like, oh, hey, disable the Discord overlay, disable this, disable that. Guys, it was working fine like a second ago. And for some reason, something caused a crash. And the weird part is usually that's just like a corrupt file. Uninstalling, reinstalling, deleting all the files. I'm trying to think of everything I've done. I mean, I did a bunch. Of, it was actually the reason I was late to this show. I'm like, there's got to be something that works. So I don't know. You guys, you guys are always good for finding that one thing that I didn't try. Um, but it's very odd that a game just after all of that, right? Rebooting, uninstalling, reinstalling, everything uh, just won't launch. It launches. It gets to the black screen to start. And it shows, you know, and if you're a Call of Duty fan, you know, it shows like the version up top and then that's it. It freezes. And then it pops up with this new dialogue from Vanguard. Say, hey, do you want to submit your crash report? And of course I say, yes, um, I've scanned and repaired, done absolutely everything. So if you guys have any solution as of right now, I can no longer launch Vanguard. And that is just something that usually one of those things will fix. So, uh, so let game, me know. Other games work? Other games work. And the graphics card's working, obviously. It's it's well is is that obvious? It, is it working? I mean, what if what if there's some bad memory in that in that card and it's accessing the game is trying to access that part of the memory? Oh. You have any okay. way of testing the card? Um I mean I'm using it now. It's not obviously it's not putting a big load on it. You're not, you're not maybe I so after this, maybe I'll launch Forza. Forza's in the you know the other new game or something like that and see if Jim, that's a, that's a good consideration. Um, that's a good thought. I don't Mike, know. It, I was surprised when when Ken and I were doing this Chia crypto, and it's super memory intensive. And Ken had me download and run some memory test software, and I forget the name of it now, but just you know, was it Prime ninety five? Something like that. Something okay. like that. Uh, if you if you want to know what it is, shoot me a note, and I'll I'll track it down. I can't remember. But I had memory that tested bad and the PC ran fine. Like under normal conditions, it was okay. But we were really stressing out that memory and it That's had bad components really in it. Right. And because so, maybe that part of the graphics card just went during the game. Because that possible. 3060 very Ti possible. that I got, we talked about it last week. Um, Joe hooked me up with that. Um, has been fantastic and I haven't even mined on it because I didn't want to like ruin it. I'm like, this is the first really nice card I've ever owned. This is like a really nice card. I'm not even going to mine on it. So I haven't overclocked. 
I haven't mined. I just oh. like that is the stock config. So it's just maybe you're right, Jim. Maybe just there's something and run a know, memory as test. I, as I look at it now, you know, we're this GPU is we're only running 1.5 on the VRAM of 1.5 gigs. So maybe there is something with that. Maybe it's starting to launch up. The only odd part about that is usually with Call of Duty, it doesn't kick in full use of the GPU until you even get like past a lot of the menus. Because yeah. it's like, oh, it, does, it uses all CPU. And so I don't even see my CPU spiking. Because when you launch a game, like I have the meters, I have rain meter on the left, and I see my CPU spike, and it usually runs at 100 for just like a few seconds and then drops down. It's not doing that. So I have no idea. And it's just, it's, it's really odd. The one thing I did learn, though, guys, it's kind of interesting. The new Call of Duties, and maybe this has been a thing for a while. I didn't know this. It stores files in your documents folder, like your standard <laughs> documents folder. I now have a folder for Call of Duty Black Ops, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, and Call of Duty Vanguard. And so you go in there, and there are actually two files in there. Um, I wiped those out after an uninstall. Launched it. It crashed. Then I actually went in just without uninstalling and to wipe those files out, and it recreates them. And and this is just weird. Like anytime I have this sort of issue, usually it is a graphics issue. But sometimes I'll go into NVIDIA GeForce because GeForce Experience mm-hmm. lets you go into each game and says, "Hey, optimize the graphics for this game." Uh, and it goes in and actually changes the settings file for that game. And that's not even working. Like this is just beyond beyond odd. I've never had this sort of issue where nothing is recovering it. And I would think it was something like a overlayer, but Nothing changed. It was literally in the middle of like my fourth game in. It just crashed. and never came back. I, I didn't launch anything, didn't change anything. So, you know, I, I got to go through the full diagnostic now. Yeah, you do. You do. But I mean, it's, check both GPU and your RAM, right? For sure. Yeah. And just well, and I did sure. just install, well, like oh, two weeks ago, mm-hmm. I installed an additional 16 gigs of regular RAM. Yep. Um, yep. That hasn't been an issue but maybe it is maybe it wasn't something. an issue for me listen i was running windows i'd been running windows with that memory forever and it kept for for us when we were when we were mining with it or when we were we were plotting at the time and it would the plot would get a certain distance and it would just fail it would just stop and like it was maddening because i'm like the pc's working right you know that's but what this is to me it's maddening because we tried to else is access that memory address and it was like nope you can't have it. And then the thing would just, it wouldn't, it would just graciously throw up all over the place. Right. Right. So, I mean, if it were me, I'd run, you know, I'd run some diagnostics off the card and the memory and I'd run, I would, I'd try to run a full diagnostic on the hard drive just to make sure, you know, let it run through some kind of, just have it check the sectors, make sure you have no bad. That's probably the, that's probably the, the least common problem. I mean, but you never know while you're at it, just, run a diagnostic on the, you know, on the, uh, on that. If the manufacturer has something that'll check the board ID, I might even run something on the board just to make sure kind of. That's a good point. You know. And and Brian brings up a good point of checking forums, um, you know, and so I had checked Twitter right away and there wasn't anything main, but now I just went and did a, another search on Twitter to kind of dive deeper and people are having certain issues. So maybe I need to come through and see if any of these people have, I've had issues actually. It's funny. This one I'm reading now is, "Hey, do you play as this certain character in COD? Because that's <laughs> causing uh, launch issues." Yeah, so who it's, co- it's complicated. Knows? It's complicated. Yeah. yeah, it's all complicated. But yeah, that that is the current issue that I'm dealing with. 
and we'll see if uh, there's anything that gets it fixed. But the, Joe says uh, Furmark is a good tool to stress test the GPU. Yeah, that, that's a good point. I think I need to run Furmark, stress that. I need to stress the memory, Jim, like you yep, mentioned. Yeah, just and, do a uh, memory test. test. Yeah, just and all, you want it to test every stuff. single every single sector and every single chip. Right. Right. And, that's, and that's I'll probably just after the, after the podcast, I'll launch something like Forza or another game, yeah. um, Destiny, yeah. and then see. Push it hard. Uh, Halo just came out, and I've been playing a little bit of Halo too. So push it hard and see if that does. Yeah, anything. push it hard. Makes you wish you had an Xbox. I. It's, it's so <laughs> funny you say that. I actually just pulled my Xbox out of storage, and last night because I was like, it would be nice to kind of see how this thing compares. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. So I could. The problem is, Jim, with a lot of these games, if you don't buy them through Xbox, right. then you have to buy them twice. Yeah. So for example, I don't own Vanguard on Xbox and PC, just right. PC, because I bought it through Battle right. net. Oh, gaming. Oh, it's gaming. I, I, yeah. I, I don't I don't need a gaming habit. Um, uh, we're going to spend some time. Oh, uh, so if you want to get to Mike, jump in Discord, theaverageguy.tv slash Discord, yes, if you can help do. us there. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at uh, Uyghur Tech, if you want to do it that way. It, uh, last resort, you can email me, Jim, at theaverageguy.tv, and I'll forward it over to Mike. And we'll get it done. Mike, I want to spend some little time talking about Black Friday deals. Not anything super specific, but maybe some trends, mm-hmm. uh, at least that I've been seeing out there and some things um, uh, that have been available. One came up the other day. You know, these are all I get these notifications through slick deals. And it's it it just kind of keeps me in the game. It, I probably buy more than I should <laughs> that way. Have some alerts for ring cams. Have now I have alerts for some black and decker stuff because I've bought a bunch of black and decker stuff over the last couple of weeks. Talk about that here at the end of the show. Um, and of course, all the smart plugs and stuff. And recently, these this is a, a K, uh, KP one one five, a cost of smart this. plug, right? Energy monitoring, blah blah blah. They're normally six or seven bucks. They had a deal running this week where if if you you had to tell a lady to put it on your list. They wouldn't give you the discount unless you ordered it through. I mean, talk about a way to get you right now. Now the retail on these was 20. I have a hard time. Mm-hmm. That. Typically they're like nine at most. Right. But uh, they, you know, they gave you a 14 or $15 off that made it $3 and 50 cents. The trick was you just, and we, in a couple shows ago, we were just, I was just talking about, how I always lose the one that that I need for the Christmas tree, and I don't lose it. Lose it. I lose it to another <laughs> to another thing after Christmas gets over. You're like, oh, right. hey, now I can need to move this to somewhere else because you know no tech guy can just put one of those in a box no. with the tree and let it sit there for a year. It's got to be utilized. Yeah, no. Except I paid nine bucks for this thing. As soon as literally the afternoon after I ordered this, I ordered it in the morning. So I told I told the lady, hey, put this on the list. Then I went on to the website and bought it three dollars and fifty cents pretty good deal literally two hours later i was opening a drawer i saw the, cr- <laughs> the <laughs> Christmas one. that's how it works yeah you're like oh geez. is that deal still going because i need a few of those I'm gonna um, ask a lady right yeah now. maybe yeah yeah mute yourself ask a lady uh um, what what'd you say mm, that's a good question uh ooh. let me try one one second okay well we'll do that so if you're while well, Mike's doing that, if um, you you might want to look into some of the deals, especially on the Amazon sites, they're doing some pretty interesting trickery to kind of get you to uh, purchase or order through it. Uh, and I don't know, give it a try. I did it. I, I didn't order it on the spot. I double checked the price 
on the website uh, before I ordered it and sent it off. I'll have an extra one to throw into a space. But I thought that was kind of an interesting Black Friday technique that Amazon is doing. Um, speaking of, did it work? Did it, did, did you get it in there? Oh, hold on. You're still muted. Sorry. So I don't know on Amazon A Lady where, so she added it to my shopping list. Yeah. Where is my list? She didn't add it to my cart. Oh, should have been, should have went right to the cart. Maybe that's why. Um, my wish list. Maybe that's what it is. Let's see if I can, I'll get in. Let's do my shopping list orders. Ah, There you go. Did it work? Let's see. There was, no. there was some kind of phrase. Well, how much is it saying it is now? Um, let's see. I have 21 bucks. Where is she didn't add it because she said I added it. I would not. $17. Oh. No, 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 no. Yeah, the, the $15. one. $15. Yeah, the one I'm saying is, is $21. Um, uh, uh, I'll try and twelve. <laughs> I'll try. Yeah, well, that's that's the thing with these, Mike. Right? Is that? Yeah, you, that's don't, not don't, bad though. Yeah, don't. Well, two pack for twelve is pretty average. Yeah, right? it's pretty average price. Three fifty, I thought was a really good price. I haven't seen them that cheap, and I can always use an extra one. Um, kind of hanging around. Um, uh, here when we're not doing the show, I'll see if I can track down the voice command. I think it was just for that day, and I think it was because her birthday or something like that. Um. They've been celebrating seven years of Amazon Alexa, which just seems crazy. I probably shouldn't have said that word. Um, <laughs> so um, uh, just as Black Friday goes, again, um, I found it very, very helpful to be um, kind of on the slick deal side of things because these things pop up. Don't don't follow every rabbit trail. But, you know, I, I, I've said it like a DeWalt alert. Now I have like a Black & Decker one of the things I've learned, um, so let's talk about this. I've gotten a little crazy on Black & Decker equipment, so I bought that drill. I bought that those uh, we showed in the post-show two weeks ago, those yeah. chainsaw clippers, <laughs> basically what have they are. Have you tried that out yet? I have. They're great. Yeah. Okay, it's, good. It's great. Worth yeah. while. It's really good for five inches and below, and then not, if, if it's too small, you know, it's like using a chainsaw to cut brush, like you don't want to. Um, one of the areas where it's been really, really helpful is in the area of batteries, because batteries, I don't know if you guys have been following what's going on in the battery thing, but DeWalt has turned their products, the, the, the products are the shaver handle, mm-hmm. the batteries are the blades. 100%. Like, let's be really, really clear about this. And so if you like want to get a good DeWalt battery, they're like 150 bucks. Right, they I mean, that expensive. Like the cheap ones are not recently. Dude, the cheap ones are like ninety nine. And wow, yeah. And Dewalt's being really, really protective about knockoffs. Black and Decker, on the other hand, not so protective. So on the Black and Decker side of things, you can get knockoff batteries uh, that of, and there's tons of them. So the quality is pretty high because it's everybody's competing in that space. Right, and um, you can get. You know, like you can get a pretty, you can get a kind of a starter battery for your drill, whatever, for 20 bucks as opposed to a hundred bucks. The slick deals or the alerts are the way to watch for your batteries because they're always running these deals, especially on the DeWalt side of things. Milwaukee's the same, you know, they're, they're all kind of the same. Just kind of depends on the ecosystem that you're in. 
Um, but set up those alerts and just kind of watch, get an idea of what, and, and listen, not all batteries are the same. They've got, they've got different settings on them. The, you know, the 20 and the 40 volts aren't the same. They got different connectors on them. So you don't mix them up. It's like gas and diesel, you know, different, you know, you you don't want to mix those things up. Right. Yep. Um, but, but man, the batteries, batteries have become big business in this. And, uh, depending on who you're going with and who's got the corner of the battery market, those blades are expensive <laughs> to, to go with. So I've kind of been, um, I also, so besides the loppers, the chainsaw loppers that I bought, they're really too big and bulky. They're not bad if you're cutting, like if you have a whole bunch of brush to cut at the same time, I did pick up a little 10 inch black and Decker chainsaw too. That's a 20 volt. And, um, uh, that's been great because I don't, I don't need a, I don't need a gas chainsaw. Like, I just don't do that enough. And my neighbor's a tree guy. If I need, (laughs) if I need it, I'll just, you know, I'll just say, Hey, can you, can you do this for me? Um, but, but Mike, it's helpful, especially here in Nebraska, where we run into these moments where we get snow early in October, or we get a tornado that blows through in July and knocks down your fence right? or takes a couple trees out with it. And you just like, you just need that chainsaw that can do some of the minor things, right? Mm Mm-hmm. The battery ones, and again, all the major tool suppliers have them. Black, I like the Black & Decker one. But a little 10 or 12-inch, they run 100 bucks. I think I got that mine for 85 so 10-inch for 85 The The 12-inch uh, versions are a 125 let's say. Not terrible. Um, and then whatever battery you want to put in it, those batteries are interchangeable with other things, so that works out pretty well. And you've got it on hand just in case you get a tree down. You know, I've been doing this landscaping, pulling these blocks out. They're big five by five or six by six blocks. Well, they're unwieldy. It's kind of nice to have that little chainsaw, not have to worry about two cycle gas, not right. You know, the noise with them. They just, they grind through enough. I bought a big 6.5 battery, grinds through it enough to get the job done. And then you just put it on the shelf. The maintenance of it, everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of the argument that Ed Sullivan has been, you know, drilling me with on a Tesla. And you're thinking about with the truck, right? I mean, it's like, yeah, you really do when you take away gas and oil, like, and yeah, you still got to, I mean, there's still things to lube on an electric car, but man, when you remove the engine and the transmission and like all of a sudden you start going, wow, that's, there's a lot less maintenance involved. So Three really good purchases, buying those loppers, buying a, a chainsaw I can throw in the back of my car, by the way, mm-hmm. and not have to worry about gas spilling out. I can take it if, if we need to go someplace and cut a few things up. It'll it'll probably do. I probably get a half an hour out of the thing of straight cutting before I need to charge the battery, which is probably enough. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny. I was expecting, so I was talking to, we have some guys at work who are really big car guys, right? They're gearheads. They love uh, wrenching on their cars and everything. And so they were talking about all these improvements they're making to the car. And I said, okay, so how do you feel about these all electric cars coming out? Like the F-150 Lightning. And they're like, oh, like anyone's got to admit it's amazing. Like even yeah. as big of a car guy as I am, like you've got to admit the instant power, the simplicity of everything and just how all that functions, like you got to appreciate it. I was like, wow, I did not expect that from guys who, you know, traditionally wrench on, you know, gas cars. Right. 
So I think that carries over to yeah. Yeah. everything when you've got electric, you know, lawn yeah, equipment, just, especially it's just yeah. easier. I was hesitant to go after it and I, I'm kind of wishing I had waited to go with the electric stuff. My dad, on the other hand, fully adopted it. I go down and he's a big DeWalt guy. So he's got the DeWalt everything, the, mm-hmm. the leaf blower, everything. Mm-hmm. And it is kind of sweet once you're in one ecosystem, he swaps those batteries around doesn't have to deal with like using the two cycle gas changing oil everything like that cub cadet now has a fully electric tractor mower just like mine uh that i really wish had been out when i got my lawnmower next time um, next time you can yeah. sell it you're you've got a good track record of selling those things and for more and, yeah we'll, we'll see we'll see know, maybe i could don't don't try and there. sell it in the state of california they have outlawed gas mowers gas leaf blowers wait have they really like yes. fully outlawed yeah you that's can't a buy joke? no that's not a joke oh yeah you wow. can't buy them there anymore and i don't know what the rules are on using them there nobody no, nobody is liking that there's endless complaining and i'm sure it's a lot more complicated than that but but uh, we are certainly imagine the cops rolling up as you're mowing your lawn like sir i'm gonna take you into custody <laughs> for what uh, all the lawn guys I watch on YouTube, you know, they, they're, thank goodness none of them are in California. They're all somewhere else, you know, because they we're need they, proof of purchase. You purchased that before <laughs> this law went into effect. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder, you wonder how a that works. Seat on my lawnmower. Okay. I wonder how that works. Well, it's, I certainly, it's, it's handy. Like I, I went from one having one black and Decker battery to four within a week because I bought those loppers. I bought that drill yeah. and I bought the chainsaw. And, uh, and then I, I went, one of them came with a battery. The drill came up 25 bucks for a, for a, for a drill. Like, yeah, I'm I, through ACE. That was oh, the, for uh, sure. ACE hardware. Yeah. You're Especially like a black and Decker one though. Like I love, yeah. I have both the black and Decker and a Walt. Yeah. And I literally just use them when the battery goes out on each. Cause I don't have more <laughs> batteries and I, I love both of those. I, I mean, yep. so $25 for one of those drills. It's like. The the battery from the lopper um, uh, fits on the drill. So if I was going to do it, if I needed an extended, and that's the big thick 6.5. So if I needed longer time on that drill for whatever, if I was, you know, I I could inter, I could switch those batteries out and get it done. Um, so yeah, it's the, the um, it, it, I guess the moral of the story is, gentlemen, if you're, if you're looking for some of those, you know, even though some of those non-traditional stuff, you know, you're not, that's not going to show up at Christmas. There's some pretty good deals going on right now. You know, the economy is hot, but it's there. And I kind of thought the deals would be few and far between. And I'm actually seeing a ton of deals. Here's an area. If you haven't, if you're the average TV viewer and you haven't upgraded to something bigger than a 40 inch TV, now is the time (laughs) right now. Like, you're going to find, and again, these are the low end average guy ones. This isn't the high end, you know, 8,000 Hertz, right? right. Uh, you know, a 10,000 K TV, like, no. Okay. This is, these are some pretty, pretty basic TVs, but pretty good and pretty like 300 bucks or less for 40 inches. I've seen some 50 inches for less than 300 bucks. That's, that's really good. Yeah. Well, especially because, you know, everyone knows on this show that I, I still have an upgrade to 4K. 
<laughs> like I've been thinking, is this yeah. the time? Is yeah. this the year where we utilize Black Friday to kind of get into the 4K market? Was, and because uh, you know, yeah. even they're still doing deals on the high end ones too. Yeah, right. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah they're oh, yeah. they're not as cheap, but they're still down from where they typically are. Six, so, seven hundred, eight hundred, yeah. somewhere in that. Because I would range. love like a yeah. good one, good high quality 4K OLED in my house, right? And so if if we can get some of those on good deals, and they're finally starting to have them, that might be worth it. A shoemaker says, uh, I have to drive to Arizona to buy some gas powered lawn tools. There's going to be a black market for sure. Uh, this no, reminds no, no, no. me of like the, the traditional light bulb, right? That you yeah. like, oh, those, those good, yeah, those, those good incandescent light bulbs. Yeah. Go across the border to get some of those. <laughs> Going to Arizona to get some light bulbs. Right. There'll be an underground gas lawn equipment market coming up. That's from Alex. Jim says, uh, Hey, Hey, psst, buddy, you want to buy a leaf blower? <laughs> That's pretty funny. And then Brian says, and if they if they don't allow new ones but allow for used ones, the repair market would be big for sure. That's that's a good to, point. Have to look in, kind of have to look into it. Doesn't surprise me with California. Become a black market <laughs> combustion engine, small engine repair shop in California uh, right now. Dude, I think the days of the combustion engine are are, are nigh. I think they're short. Yeah. In in a lot of ways. It would just we just seem to be headed down that path um, um pretty well. Um, other deals is I've been looking out on Black Friday stuff. I, if you've been holding off on any of the assistance, now is the time to buy one, right? And whatever, yeah, the, oh, that's true, right? Whatever yeah. size, whatever you want. If you in in, you know, say you got a first gen Echo, you know, the black cylinder ones. We still have one. It works great. I'm not. I'm not going to get rid of it. But say you have that, and it's time to upgrade to something else. Now's the time. They're all. Mm-hmm. This these Black Friday deals are all are all there, you know. Even and I would say, even if you're listening to this after Thanksgiving and you missed kind of the traditional Black Friday, I bet they're still on sale. I bet they're going to be. There's going to be. I, I got a Kohl's adver, you know, advertisement a paper in the mail, right? Kohl's is just still crushing it with. Oh, uh, for sure. Cole's cash, which is Cole's cash. Yeah. Just a freaking sham. It is just, a, it's like the Menards rebate, which is just even a worse sham, right? Anyway. I okay. love the Menards. They're both <laughs> those things I love. So I don't know. Don't tell me they're a sham, Jim, because I, I love both those. Well, I still have a stack uh, as, as, as I'm talking. I have a stack of receipts here that for, for the 11% rebate, Menards happens to be the closest to us here. But, um, uh yeah, now is the time. If you're gonna if you're gonna do that, don't uh don't delay. You want to get those in. Kohl's, I think, had the uh the eight the eight point eight inch screen version of the Amazon device for fifty nine bucks. You know, and it's just like great kitchen, great to go in your kitchen. We love we have a little five inch show in there, and it's that that is the most used device in the house. Saturday mornings. When I'm like, if I need to go up, make lunch and I'm watching cigar authority, I'll just start it there. I'll just tell it, Hey, start cigar authority on YouTube brings up a browser version of it. And I hit play and boom, I can be watching that right on the show. So not, not a bad way to, to uh, stay up to date. I think the other thing, Mike is home automation is going to be, it, 
it, it, it's going to have, a, there's going to be some good deals out there. You're going to want to watch for that. That's where I'm going for. And, and one of my, so I have a, I have a buddy at work and he's just moving into his first house and he's also uh, just kind of dipping his toe into home automation and home assistant. What does he go for? Security cameras. And I told him I'm kind of jealous that he gets to start from scratch right now. I said, cause it's such a good time to get into home automation. I said, because, you know, back in the day you, you, you know, not, on purpose, you had to piecemeal things together to make that work. And nowadays you have so many options. And so we've been talking a lot about obviously home assistant and using Zigbee or Z-Wave. And he actually got me thinking, he's like, Hey Mike, you know, you said you simply safe. And I was like, yeah, you simply safe my home security. And he's like, have you ever thought about, are there any like roll your own unraid Docker, you know, versions of a, of a home security system. He said, cause all those are, are pretty much Z-Wave or Zigbee, you know, home, you know, door sensors and things like that. And I was like, you know, to be honest, Brad, I've, I've never thought about that, but that's now you've got me going down a rabbit hole, wondering if I could build my own home security system and home assistant. Uh, and so, so that's been something I've been thinking about. And a lot of those deals on, you know, there's a lot of popular brands of Zigbee and Z-Wave sensors. Uh, those have already been going on sale. I did miss AliExpress apparently had, I don't know what they call it. There's a name for it. Someone in chat will know it. Like last week they had like their day, right? Which is their Black Friday day where all of those sensors were extremely cheap. But I'm thinking I might pick up uh, some more just from Amazon or, or wherever I can find them on Black Friday, some more home sensors and start playing around with. Because I think in Home Assistant, you probably could build a pretty decent uh, home alarm system, at least just an internal one. You know, it's not going to ring out to 911 or anything, um, but uh, an internal alarm system. So th- that's yeah. kind of a project I've been wanting to do. And I think uh, Acora is a popular brand for some of those. And, you know, a lot of times you see them $20 on Amazon. They're like five bucks on AliExpress. It's the mm-hmm. same exact one I've bought in both. Uh, so I, I think I might look for some of those deals. The, the other thing, if you miss the holidays, um, watch your local big box stores in January. In big box hardware for some of these home automation devices. They don't really know. They're getting better. They used to not know. <laughs> but like Home Depot and Lowe's and Menards, they had no idea. Well, first of all, Menards never had any good, like they, they are the worst. Oh yeah. We never They're the worst. Stuff. So don't, yeah, don't, don't go to Menards for this stuff, but Lowe's and Home Depot were trying to keep up with this stuff. And sometimes they just clearance stuff out. Now, sometimes they'd be clearancing things out that they, you don't, you didn't want to have. Uh, but, but from time to time you can find kind of name brand nest stuff that they're just trying to move along. Cause that's the, that, they they don't they they can't hold it. They got to move it because they got to put something else on the shelf that uh, is that's taking that space. Keep your eyes open. All those stores have little clearance boxes, and you know, and in our I think in our both in our Lowe's and our Home Depot, you come into the store, go down the main aisle, and there's two or three clearance racks right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and oftentimes you can find some pretty good, um, you know, some pretty good deals on it. I think what you're going to see here both during this season and at the end of the season is big discounts on lighting. So if you were thinking about replacing some stuff with some LED lighting, if you were thinking about where you needed under cabinet, this I'm seeing a lot of these deals under cabinet lighting um, where you wanted to put LED watch, watch through this season. And, and I think you're going to probably see some pretty good deals that has been a pretty expensive area 
I think those prices are going to be tended to tend to tend to be driven down a little bit. Um, just for whatever reason, I think they over the prices, the high prices pulled a lot of people into the market and I'm not sure all the demand uh, is there to pay those prices, especially the way people are feeling about inflation. So there may be some great opportunities um, kind of with lighting. I've got some, you know, I put Christmas lights up on my deck that are the, you know, that's the deck lighting and I've slowly been losing a bulb at a time and I've got to replace those. I could go, they're incandescent. I could go um, and just buy some cheap ones at the end of the season. That's the time. Like you ever bought Christmas lights at the end of the season? It's literally a nickel on the dollar right. to, to do it that way. Right. And you can't, if you're, especially if you're going to go up like a deck lighting, you're going up underneath stuff. Yeah. If you get three or four seasons out of a $3 box of Christmas lights that had retailed for $25 or whatever. Right. But I would like to find some outdoor LED that I, I, I go in and kind of replace all those with and kind of get 10 years out of it as opposed to uh, two or threes. I don't Mike, anything, anything else along those, those lines that you, well, I, I just like that idea because there's nothing. Well, <laughs> I hate finding that one bulb that's out on Christmas lights because I end up throwing the whole strand out. Like, it's just so frustrating. Uh, so finding those good deals is always good. Yeah. Um, for me, Black Friday, you know, I'm looking for cheap storage. Again, this is something where we've seen storage come down and down in price. Uh, so there's a few things I always look for in storage. Number one is, you know, for the Unraid box, spinners for me are still important i know everyone no one has a need for spinners unless you're doing Mm. some storage cold storage like unraid and so for me trying to find you're a chia miner or you're a chia miner right and so so finding some of those drives and those already discounted then they're probably trying to get rid of them even more on black friday uh and then obviously the m.2 drives all you know i'm always looking for opportunity to upgrade my one terabyte to a two terabyte or you know do something like that and then for me in the back of my mind jim there's always this, I want to rebuild the Unraid box. So I need a new motherboard, something cheap on the Ryzen side, right? I'm still running that like, I don't even know what it is now, 13-year-old motherboard with an i7-3770 with 16 gigs of RAM. I would love to get some more power into that. So if I I could piecemeal, and I don't need to do it today. So on Black Friday, if I notice a really good motherboard or if AMD, you know, CPUs are are low, I think I might just start grabbing those things as I see them on sale. And then eventually, maybe in a few months, I'll have the the parts to, you know, completely gut that thing and and put it back in. I think you might be better off waiting till January for those deals because I okay. think they're going to, you know, those are high rent today with the chip shortage, blah, blah, yeah, blah, that's all that probably stuff. True. Right? I think everybody's kind of holding on to the prices. I mean, come on, listen, this is the first time in a long time tech has gotten high prices. I mean, it was a race to the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. And so I think they're all enjoying that, but I think it's going to cause a glut. Anytime there's high prices in any market, it's going to create, it creates a glut. Everybody races to it, <laughs> you know? So I, I wouldn't, uh, you know, I wouldn't put it past in the January timeframe to start looking for, you know, for the, cause they're going to panic. They'll be like, right. ah, no, we didn't sell it during Christmas. <laughs> we better. And there's new stuff coming. It's the beginning of the year. CES is here. There's new stuff being announced. The other thing I might look for is some is some you know some um, you know Dell or Lenovo boxes that are coming off lease or coming off whatever they're a couple years old. 
still might get you the configuration configuration you're looking for. You could also pull those things out of those boxes or customize those boxes or, you know, something along those lines. Since my Drobo died, I've been thinking about like, hmm, how can I Dremel that thing a new board, <laughs> right? You know, how can I put uh -huh. a new board in that, turn it into a whatever? Maybe that becomes, you know, maybe I get an ultra small. I'll have to talk. Jay Madison. Box. <laughs> yeah, you know, Jay Madison's on next week. I'd asked I'd ask Jay about he's, that. Like, he's yeah, he's that small form factor. Yeah. Guy. What's the smallest I could get in there and kind of fit that in and make it a win make it a Windows Drobo? How cool would that be? I have to, mm -hmm. we'll, have to, we'll have to quiz Jay on that next week um, when I have him in. Mike, uh, one of the other things that you kind of got me thinking about, and I've had a hard time getting this off my mind, and they're super expensive, <laughs> but it's these EcoFlow generators, you know? Yeah. And listen, I bought, you know, last year I bought a really quiet gas, you know, I, I bought a Club Cadet <laughs> of, of generators, right, from that uh -huh. standpoint. Really nice Briggs and Stratton, and it's going to be great. I'm going to have it for a long time, and it's going to be a good thing, but you got me looking at these eco flows and then, you know, so many of them are being sold with, with the, the solar panels that you need to kind of keep them charged and can't stop thinking about it. Now, I, what, what's, what stopped me is they're three grand, you know, they're three right. and two or three. Hey, but right now save an extra 500. When you apply <laughs> this coupon, just check that box. You save 500 right there. <laughs> I can't afford not to buy this at this point. Yes. It, it, it needs to be purchased. If, if you had this to say you had a portable, you know, battery generator, mm -hmm. you're, you're going out hunting and your guys are on the farm. Oh, yeah. How, would that get used a lot you, when you guys are out on the farm? Yeah, well, or even camping. We do a lot of camping where you take that. And, you know, nowadays, you know, I like to camp, but I would also like some of the, you know, creature comforts of, of home, right? So you're mm -hmm. running things off one of those. So so bringing one of those, um, if I didn't have my eye on the F-150 Lightning, this would definitely be my next purchase. I was on the verge of purchasing something like this, right? A a big battery. You're showing the Jackery now, Jackery, EcoFlow, all of these big kind of electric generators, um, and then getting some solar on top of them. On top of that, when I go out and do my parks on the air activation, or if I'm camping and want to do some ham radio, this is perfect, right? Because my battery will only last so long um, that I have for my radio. So plugging into something like this gives you that that extra time. I think these things are something, you know, everyone could utilize. Think about how many times you go out and it's just, it would be nice to have that, that portable power that we're plugging into a car, but then you got to turn the car on to get the power and then you're burning gas, et cetera, et cetera. Um, tailgates, all sorts of uses for, for something like this that I can, mm -hmm. that I can think of in, in my life that you would use. So, um, and then not to mention just when the power goes out, okay, Hey, we have something that you can pull into the kitchen. Right, you don't even need to have it outside because it's not gas. Pull this thing into the kitchen and plug the fridge into it. And we can run the fridge for a day and a half, two days, whatever it is. I, you know, do the math on on how long that could last. So, you know, I just think these things there's there's so much benefit to them. Then you add the solar on top of it to keep them topped off, and you're like, wow. Like you start to think about ways that you could be like quote unquote off the grid electrically for an extended period of time with that. Yeah. And okay, how much could I run and how many of these would I need? And when would I start using each of these? I, I, I love it. Well, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm tempted. My APC you know, or my APC UPS units are aging. 
And, you know, the one I'm, I'm showing a lip power, uh, power station, um, you know, it's a, it's a thousand Watts, um, would probably be enough to power all my, you know, all my computer equipment that's here. And so I, I'm kind of thinking now this is about four times more. Yeah. Four times more than I'd pay to replace the two of them. That's, that's probably not true. I probably paid three or $400 to replace the two units that support them today. But one of the things as a UPS, one, they're better. They're better than those, those APC units as far as powering things. And two, when my power goes out, I just, I can just chart recharge this. Like these will keep things running for a while. Yeah. And then I can just recharge this right type deal. Right. And um, uh, today, my current UPS units will not, they keep blowing the breakers on my on my um, generator. So I end up having to take it. They're not, you know, they're not, something's not in sync with that, right? So um, I, I'm, I'm kind of thinking when those, when it's time, next time those batteries go, they're a hundred bucks to replace. Next time the batteries go, I, I'm going to, I may take a look at, how do I bring one of these in-house and use it full-time as a UPS kind of backup? And um, and I'd, I'd be fairly smart about the way I plugged it in so that I could, you know, do some other things with it as well. But um, just a thought. I can't, I can't. I'm having a hard time. You know, the, the other use case for it is out in the shed. You know, that's yeah. I'm spending more and more time out there. And, uh, you know, you're kind of like, well, it'd be kind of nice to have some battery power. I don't know if I need $3,000 worth of battery power out there, but you know, I bet this, this $700 unit would probably, probably. But what I like about systems like this, Jim is okay. So think about it on a shed is a perfect use case where you get one of those and one solar panel and that thing is always on in the shed. So think about now you, now you can power all your lighting, computers, whatever you need in the shed. Um, and then in the event you, so it's given you something extra you didn't have without running electrical out to the shed. Now you have something extra. And then in the event of a power outage, you don't need your shed. You pull that thing in and now you've got the backup that you need. So like those are the circumstances where if I had someplace some, at my house where I really needed that kind of power, where I don't have uh, access to it, man, that would be, I, because then I could justify it more like, okay, it's replacing the cost of running a power line out. Plus, when I need the backup, I just pull it in, right? Because those things are so small and lightweight anyway that you just drag them inside yeah. or put them where yeah. you need to. And Unplug uh, man, some that would things. Be, and, yeah, yeah, if I'm in your situation, I'm totally using the shed as my my uh, justification <laughs> for grabbing something like that. Yeah, Jim Jim Shoemaker makes a good point. I got to do some homework on it. He says, for use as a UPS, you must be careful to get one that will provide power while being charged. Right. That's a yeah. Yes. I was gonna wonder if that's the yeah. same technology, right? Yeah. If if and I know I've I am not in this world, so I don't know if I'm using the right terminology, but some of like the sine wave, right, where it's converting yeah. and giving a nice clean energy, clean power. Um, so yeah, all of that, you're right, being charged. And now most of these will because they're used to pulling from solar while also pulling, right. putting out. Right. Now, I don't know how much power they can pull in and charge and if that's really a good use case for them, if they're intended for it. But yeah, uh, a good point to, to check into. Yeah. The shed is not in a great spot for solar. It's it's shaded. Oh, okay. It's shaded a, a ton of time, but the front certainly is. So it's if I got those panels, I would probably put them up front and then 
you know, risk run a wire back there or whatever to, to get it done. Um, it's certainly worth thinking about. Yeah. The hard you know? part for me, whenever I see the price is the price is so high on those eco flows that I start to look into what does a proper big battery bank installed in my garage and solar on my roof cost. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. if I'm just going to put, I, all I would need is like two or three solar panels up on the top, a nice power bank in the car in the garage. You know, what is, what is that cost? I think you're you in 10 grand. I think those yeah. start at like 10. Yeah. You know, that way. I, I think for you, the portability of these kind of units, you know, and you're probably at the, 15 to 2000 price range for them. And that's going to get you a couple solar panels too, for when you're out on the farm, you could throw those up and recharge them if you want to. Yeah. See, and if um, I wasn't, again, if I wasn't looking at the Ford F-150 Lightning, cause that yeah, answers yeah. all of my problems. Right. That is right. the backup generator for the house. That is, I go to the farm, I take the truck, I go camping, I take the truck everywhere I go. I will have more than enough power um, that I need to, to run. So I, I agree. Um, those, the, I, the use case form is yeah, endless. yeah. It's pretty handy, and I can't I can't stop thinking about them. I spent a lot of time looking at them. The you know, a couple years ago, there was maybe two brands doing this, and they're clunky and ugly. And man, they have gotten beautiful and yes. functional and competitive. They're still pretty expensive, but if they you are. watch again, this is one of those things. If you're interested, set that slick deals alert and just kind of watch for the trends. You know, I use Honey as well, and Honey will give you some pricing trends so you kind of know, like, oh, okay, this is a good deal or it's not a good deal or whatever. And um, uh, you know, I I have I bought that uh, bought that generator. Oh, I think I bought it in April or May of 2020, so it's coming up on a year and a half. And I, I have less than a hundred hours on it, but I run it every month or so just to kind of make sure, just get it out there, get it running, go through some gas, you know, try and try and keep that thing kind of keep it up. I think that the hundred, the hundred hour oil change is coming up and I might, I might take that thing in to have somebody just, just tune that thing up or just check it for me. So, um, certainly with these. No, like they're really made for me, Mike, because they're, they're zero maintenance, (laughs) right? They really are. They're just kind of zero maintenance. They're made for everyone. I mean, everyone loves zero maintenance. Uh, well, I, I am particularly, cause I'm, I shouldn't say that I'm pretty good at maintenance stuff, but, but I do like, I kind of do like the no maintenance. Anything else you're keeping your eyes on, Mike, as we think about, uh, Black Friday, first of all, have you gotten your Christmas shopping done? Are you you good? No. (laughs) <laughs> no, we are we are behind. And yeah. you know, um my wife and I are historically bad at utilizing Black Friday. Uh we both hate crowds. Um we don't we don't enjoy the thrill of it. So I you know, we're more Cyber Monday people. That's mm. that's like that's yeah, like our, okay. that's right. our thing. So this year's I gonna be I'm, sketchy, my friend. It's gonna especially for order online. It's gonna be sketchy. I'm done. I'm you are done, done with all your shopping. It's the shopping wow. zone. I have one more thing to show up. And then I'm okay. done. Yeah. Sarah's Sarah's mostly done too. I she loves to shop. Let's just be really clear. So um, you know, she had she bought stuff in July and August. First, you wow. know, yeah. Yeah. That kind of thing going on. I just this year is gonna be one of those interesting years. I haven't felt the crunch yet. I mean, I ordered this thing from Amazon Wednesday, got here today. <laughs> now Tuesday, and I got here today. So two days still. Amazon stuff is still delivering, but I'm, I'm hearing all kinds of rumors that shipping is going to be awful this year. So 
I, I can see that. You know, there is there's one other item. You know, one thing it's 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 so weird. These things have been around for such a long time. Um, but a what got me into it was ham radio. That's no surprise. But a weather station. Mm. And they have these really cool now weather stations. And since I have this pole <laughs> that has an antenna on my roof already, I have a really good place to mount it. Um, so Radiodity is one of those brands of kind of like uh cheaper Oh, and it's actually they like literally the first thing. Um, I'll just say, so it's called the Raddy R A D D Y W F a hundred C. I'll share my screen. Here yeah, do that. Let's bring that thing up. Uh, let's see. You guys are gonna see yourself here for a second. All right. So this weather station is kind of interesting, right? It's completely wireless. Um, this unit's actually not that big. And then you get this wireless screen for inside your house, connects to the Wi-Fi and everything. Um, you get another remote sensor for temperature. And this thing can mount to, you know, a pole or it can mount straight to your wall, however you want it. You know, these things are nothing new. These things have been around for forever. But for some reason, like this is very intriguing to me this year. Um, I see on the APRS website, which is the ham radio kind of like protocol, call it. Um, you know, weather reports from all over. And I just think one of these would be extremely cool to check rain and how much we're getting uh, wind and all that. You can set all sorts of alerts. So I haven't done my research yet. This is one that I saw one of my ham radio YouTubers review. And I just, uh, I was like, ah, yeah, I, that's, that is something I've been wanting. But the the screen itself is, is pretty quiet. It, it does it, look it cool. On, it, it's on battery or yeah. can be plugged in. So you can put some double A's, plug it into the wall if you want to move it down to someplace or, or take it with you somewhere. It's It's got the batteries built in. Um, all sorts of really cool data. And, you know, for $189, that's actually not bad for everything it gives you. So, I, you know, yeah. So this this is one thing, an odd thing that if they do go on Black Friday, uh, I will I will definitely be snagging. I, I have thought a lot about a weather station, but the man, the weather apps have gotten so good. I know <clears throat> my radar. That's what I'm wondering, I'm like, why will I ever look at it? Yeah, yeah. It's just my radar is so accurate. Like I get these notifications on my watch. It's going to start raining in five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and then it starts raining, you know, and you're like, oh, well, I a weather station wouldn't have told me that, you know, and uh, you know, if you ever want to know how much it's rained in those areas, have um. Have you used windy.com? W-I-N-D-Y. I have not. Uh, and then Alex in the chat asked if I've set up uh, WeWX, W-E-E-W-X. It's a self-hosted weather database that keeps all of your weather trends. Yep. I haven't used that either. Yep. One so of you the had new- me at self-hosted, Alex, just to let you know. So now, now <laughs> Does it have an unraid docker? That's the question. I'm literally like, checking right it, now. If it's got an unraid docker. Um Wendy has been, I follow a YouTuber that, that, um, uses Wendy. Um, I don't know where this thing came from. W I N D Y.com. I I'm a weather guy and it came out of the blue for me. All of a sudden he was showing, um, he was showing different like 10 day rain amount predictions and you could literally just scroll over some areas. So let me give you an example. So we'll, we'll drill in a little bit here to the Omaha area. We'll come down here. There's Bellevue, right? And so I can come in here and do click on rain and then start clicking around. Let's see, new rain, rain accumulation, set that there. And then I can set these little flags here and I can, you see that flag on the screen? Yeah. I'm going to drag that anywhere and it'll tell me 
uh, here at the bottom of the screen, I'm looking at the next three days, but I can look at the next five days or we'll look at the next 10 days and I can kind of drag it around and go, but this is kind of boring because we're not going to get any rain for the next 10 days. So let's zoom out a little bit. Okay. Let's, we'll, we'll go down here. Oh, there we go. So we've got some friends down in Texas. So you can kind of come down here and we'll go to Oak Grove, Texas. They're going to get in the next 10 days, 4.5 inches, or at least that's what the forecast is. And if I wanted to know um, the difference between uh, Oak Grove and say Jacksonville, Texas, Jacksonville is just going to be in that two and a half range. And so it's kind of a really cool. That's interactive. really cool. I've never seen yeah. this before. No, I hadn't either. I hadn't either. Windy.com. Oh. Um, you can, of course, you can get new, you get new, you know, we're coming up at least here in the, in the uh, Northern Hemisphere on uh, new snow accumulations that are coming up, right? It's, it's going to be snow season. So again, you can drag this in here and go up. Well, let's go up to Vail, Mike. Wouldn't it be great if we could be skiing oh, in Vail right now? Yep. Uh, so we'll go up to Vail. Oh, we'll go to Steamboat Springs. So they're expected in the next 10 days, uh, five and a half inches of snow uh, are, are forecasted for that area. Um, super cool. So, you know, to your weather station, you know, I'm kind of like, uh, oh, it's completely unnecessary. <laughs> it's just like the own, like the having the data for your yeah, no, house. right on, right on. Yeah, no, I I get you. I've I go back and forth on the weather station, uh, kind of concept. We'll, we'll go up to Jackson Hole. They're expecting about eight inches of of, of snow up there. Oh, I'm gonna be getting on this website for a while. Oh, holy cow! Let's go up there. <laughs> 33 uh let's see where are we at so there's some serious snow happening up in the uh up in the canadian rockies wow yeah uh, yeah right now in the next 10 days 112 112 inches of snow in the next 10 days how did you drop a flag how did you so go over to the uh, on the right hand side go over and, and choose rain and thunder and then you want to choose rain accumulation and in the center of the screen that flag will will pop up and then you should be able to just drag, grab that flag and drag it around. Ah, there it is. If there you, got, you got it. So yeah. dude, it's like, I mean, I was a big, my radar guy for, but this is even better than my radar. This and, is really uh, cool. So um, good, good opportunity. If you haven't checked it out, windy, super easy to remember. W I N D Y windy.com. If you want to check that out and uh, and a good site, if you're a weather guy, um, you can do it that as way. Alex says, uh, so with your own local weather stations, you could have set up some irrigation controllers that will check the station to see what your rain oh, amount is. Now, been. there we go. That's actually genius right there. That's, That's cool. I, I love that yep. idea. Yeah. There uh, we go. The, now, now we've tried into home automation. <laughs> uh, Alex bringing us back. I like it. The, um, I think the smart, Especially when it, we th- we think about smart watering, I think that's where a, a localized weather station comes in because, you know, the only thing that'd be better is if you had moisture sensors in your ground around your yard to, to be like, hey, what's the moisture? And then at some point you would say it at, at any given point in time, if the moisture level gets to this, turn on, you know, turn this on. Or you could even save water by saying, if just turn it on in that sector, you know, mm-hmm. just turn on this one sector for now. We're, we're kind of beyond here in Nebraska anyways. We're kind of beyond the water 
the uh, lawn <laughs> watering. Hopefully, you've gotten your your irrigation winterized, system blown, yeah. winterized and blown out um, by this point. But uh, some good some good opportunities on that. Well, we hope uh, you are ready for well, what's coming up here. At least uh, the onslaught that we call the holiday season and uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas here in the United States. Uh, are the big holidays, Black Friday, and all the sales that go along with it, and uh, lots of lots of great stuff ahead. Um, I, I guess I'm not going to probably get a chance to say this as we get closer to Christmas, but you know, just just be safe and and get some great time with the family. Don't don't forget the 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 and the incredible opportunities we have and the privilege we have in a lot of what we do and and all these all this great time. Hopefully you'll get some time to spend with your family and because there's certainly been a lot of craziness over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been nuts. So make sure you're taking advantage of, of the time and the holidays. If you can, I do know some of you have to work during, you know, the, the holiday season, you're in those critical roles where you might be on the floor at a hospital or you might have, you know, you might have to do a factory shift or you might have to, be babysitting some servers, uh, you know, during Christmas time, whatever, during the holidays, and uh, and certainly make the best of the the opportunities um, that you have, and be safe <laughs> during these times. Do safe things, all fingers and hands, keep them intact, <laughs> especially around for uh, New Year's. You doing a lot of fireworks? Or, oh, New, New Year's. Year's. Like... Yeah, 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 yeah. Well. Yeah, it, some areas do more than others uh, true, around true. around the the New Year's Day. Mike, anything else before I wrap it? No, no. Um, I'm obviously not here next weekend or next week. It's you and Sammy. So, oh yeah, Jay's in two weeks. That's right. Yeah, my bad. So yeah. Sammy's next Friday for the Thanksgiving, the post Thanksgiving show. So you want to join us on Friday, same time, eight PM Central, nine Eastern. Then Jay is the next week. I think we have yeah. a week in there, and then and then Marv comes back. So um, everyone have a summer. happy Thanksgiving. I won't yeah. see you guys and you, yeah. you know, you'll talk to these guys next Thursday, but uh, I, I will be out. So enjoy a couple reminders on the way out. And one is if you, you know, maybe during the holiday season, you want to start a website or you want to do something with WordPress, or you're thinking like, I'm going to start a new business. Uh, check out Christian at Maple Grove partners, secure, reliable, high-speed hosting from people that you know, and you trust plans as little as $10 a month. And he loves home gadget geek listeners. I got to get, I, I need to ping him. I got to get him back on the show. We'll have him back on uh, here, maybe first of the year, see how things are going. But to check it out, maplegrovepartners.com. Big thanks to our Patreon supporters who continue just to support month over month. Really, but really, really important. And I just appreciate all of you that did that. Many of you, I put the call out to, hey, you want to be on the show? And a few of you did. Brian uh, was one of those. He was on the show um, last week. I, I was thinking about John and Ed. Uh, appreciate you guys doing that and appreciate you guys supporting the show. If you want to do that, head out to the average slash Patreon and, uh, and just appreciate your generosity there. If you, you don't have to, but if you feel like you want to, some folks, I remember getting contacted by somebody like, I have no way to pay you. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I'll work on it. I'll work on it, getting it done. And uh, certainly don't, uh, I don't want to steal or rob your joy as we like to say uh, there. If you want to join us in the Discord group, theaverageguy.tv, theaverageguy.tv slash Discord, send me an email, and many of you do, jim at theaverageguy.tv if you want to get it done that way. At Jay Collison, at Uyghur Tech, if you want to track us down there. 
Although the Discord group is probably the best place, just to be honest. Right now, a lot of good things are going on there in Discord. And then I'll make I will make one pitch for HelloFresh as we go into the new year as we think about this. If you're as as you've gotten back into the routine of things, and if you're eating your dinners have gotten stale, like like man, I need to do Mac. We just had we just had jalapeno bacon mac and cheese last night. Oh, that sounds fantastic. You're talking Dude. spicy. You're talking Dude. bacon and mac and cheese. You got you've got money. Got me interested. Trifecta <laughs> sounds great. Trifecta. I mean, we had we had uh, Italian. We bought Italian tonight, and it wasn't as good as the mac and cheese that we made. And I can make that on my own, but it is so great to have two meals a week, kind of just taken care of, right? Just they're there. It's for me. It's worth it. I, I just like, it's a little more expensive. It is, it just is, but it's not as expensive as eating out and it's just way better in cooking it yourself. Like I'm, I'm a completely different cook, Mike, than I was three years ago before we started doing this. Like I'm, I'm doing things, (laughs) you know, I'm winning in that game. I am winning. The best part is the, 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 the pre-cook um, you know, cocktail pour. Like we always start dinner, the making of dinner with a cocktail. And that's pretty great. Like, like, hey, what could we, what could, what kind of, what could we mix up as we're playing? That's just, it's just good fun. So um, uh, go out to, uh, let's see, how would you do this? The average guy.tv slash HelloFresh, I think we'll get you there. We have a link also. Probably best just to contact me. Send me an email, Jim at the average guy.tv, and I'll send you a coupon, get you a bunch of free stuff. Um, I'm not looking to make any money off of it. I mean, I can, if you want me to, but I just want you know, like, it's, it's been so different for me in the way we eat. Uh, it's just one of those things. They're not a sponsor, but, but certainly they give away uh, a ton of stuff to get it done. Just change the way we eat. We are live every Thursday, except next week is Friday. Uh, we are live every Thursday, 8 PM central, 9 Eastern after the average guy.tv slash live. We'll do some crypto. You got time to do a little crypto in the post show? Mike? I got a little bit of time. Okay. Yeah. A little time. A little crypto update in the post show. Thanks for coming out and joining us. I'm going to make sure I got my phone. With that, we'll say goodbye, everybody.